it was uh, 1:30 or 2 am and the next day was the scheduled time of uh, you know the acceptance report so we submitted our project to an international conference and the next day the result was supposed to come so we were sitting in ig and discussing that okay so tomorrow uh, the mail will come it will flash that your paper is accepted i also thought what's the facebook post that i'll write along with the acceptance notification and we went to bed after discussing all these shits and i woke up at 6 o'clock i didn't even had the alarm but still i woke up at 6 o'clock and checked my mail sorry your paper has been rejected what's going on everyone welcome to the episode 4 of the panda explodes first of all thanks a lot for all of your love and support for the episode 1 2 and 3 keep supporting me and yeah i have some cool news to share with you actually from episode 4 i'm taking it to the next level so it will be a little bit detailed conversation from now onwards you can listen to our podcast on itunes apple podcast tune in alexa and i'm posting a video version of that on youtube as well so those who don't know that from today onwards i'm starting a youtube channel with the same name the panda explores where i'll be focusing on self exploration in the 20s so in that channel i'll be posting a video version of the podcast and i'll be talking about the coolest applications of ai in simple sentence and a little bit tips and tricks to maintain your mental health today's podcast is very special to my heart those who have listened to the last episode they know that how innovation garage is important in the lives of the students of nit warangal so today i'll be talking about a tech team of nit warangal named nevronus nevronus is a student led research group of nit warangal which focus on pursuing the machine learning research culture inside and outside the campus i was one of the co-founders so today we'll have two co-founders of nevronus samarjit karmakar pratham tangri two genius talents of nit warangal from fourth year cse Samarjit and Pratham always wanted to explore their lives. So along with maintaining their computer science studies, they also came to Innovation Garage and finally made Nevronus. Nevronus was a small family of 5 students back then. And the other two co-founders are Asad Ahmed and Dhruv Ramani. We five friends had a lot of quality time together and we went through some tough times and finally we managed to continue this group and right now nevronus is a happy family of 15 members so ladies and gentlemen presenting you the co-founders of nevronus samarjit karmakar and pratham tangri welcome to the panda explores when you are in computer science branch all you need to do is just code and then just get a good job so what was your motive behind learning machine learning or joining ig pursuing this field yeah so you know since starting i've been like not just focused on academic but i wanted to expand and see like what all was possible for me to do in future in ml uh, in computer science and ml was one topic that like everyone was so hyped about like it's going to be the future and everyone should learn it so i thought okay let's look into it and when i started looking into looking into it i really liked it like uh, the complexity it offers and you know that the type of things that you can do in ml are not possible to do in any other field of computer science the opportunity it offers are unique and uh, yeah, you know 
I've come from like I really like physics when I was in school like basically science is everything so the fact that you know it works kind of like a brain was very amusing to me so that's also another reason I wanted to check this whole field out <laughs> yeah so let's come straight to the point let's discuss how nevrona started so we were i think in our uh, second year yeah and uh, it was actually the end of second year so ig interviews were going mm-hmm. on then after ig interviews uh, i think all the selective people met one day <laughs> and we were told we i think we have to make groups and drew wanted to make a ml group and i also wanted something like that so at that time we didn't have very much like uh, we didn't know what we wanted to do but then like two of us went for uh, summer interns uh, like sorry not two of us most of us went for summer interns mm-hmm. uh, research interns in some premier institutes so there it became clear that how what happens in yeah. research and all exactly. and uh, we thought that we didn't need only premier premier institutes to do research it was mm-hmm. very much possible in campus also so that's how it started and then uh, we did our own reading and work during the summer then when we got back we decided what we wanted to do we selected some problem statements and worked towards them yeah honestly in a way a group coming together to work is like very undervalued like we can all work separately and try to do stuff on our own but when you come together when each one is motivated enthusiastic you know every everyone's energy increases and i think this core idea of everyone working together was the reason that this group was started kyunki interest sab mein tha but and i think that we are a bit lucky actually to get a peer group yeah so, yeah talking about the journey of nevronas so you went to iisc i went to iit delhi so when we came back that was a little bit complex situation uh, because you guys had to prepare for the company interns as well how did you manage your time because i didn't have to prepare for the exams i prepared for research interns so i think you had a lot of loads so how did you manage the times so my case was i uh, mm-hmm. it's a very funny story i wasn't able to prepare that much for internships like software engineering internships so i had spent the mm-hmm. summer vacation in iic bangalore so that time i had uh, i had plans ki i would go like mm-hmm. during the day i would do my work there <laughs> then i would come back to my room and uh, study for interns but i wasn't able to study even one single day uh number one because it's bangalore and uh we always checked out the place outside and were checking out how what was going on in iisc or were like busy or we were too tired so i wasn't very like i like we as in i and my friend had gone for it so uh i was not able to i don't think even he was able to prepare that time so whatever preparation uh we were um, like i wanted to do i wanted to i had to do it at home i was like the whole summer vacation had gone in uh, like 
at bank uh, like the whole the whole time i was focusing on my work in iisc so when i came back to my uh, home i checked what everyone had done uh, in their uh, like uh, like in their profiles like interview bit and geeks for geeks so i got so scared so because like everyone had uh, practiced a lot uh, whereas i had done nothing so because of fear i guess i my efficiency grew and i did a lot of work during that one 1.5 week uh and then like at least i solved whatever important questions my friends had solved like it it was available on the net what i what they had solved i made a list and i solved all those and then like uh, i was scared and all but then i thought ki uh, at the end it was like if i get it well and good enough otherwise koi baat nahi i will get somewhere else but luckily i got uh like in the first week itself so it was quite happy for me and uh, tension pura khatam so so it was quite good so that's like this is not the ideal intern preparation story you should hear uh but uh, like i don't think uh, you should do this and i think uh, i was quite lucky also like half of it was luck also i think so like uh, i if you have a research internship or something please go for it and please do prepare if you have time and also like also prepare for like uh, prepare for software engineering interviews and all because you need a job at that okay so you have to have a job at the end of the day to get money and all so also prepare for software engineering interviews but don't uh, don't completely don't ignore uh, if you ignore it if you get a research opportunity or something because uh, at the end of the day uh, research is what brings up new things in this planet and i don't think yeah. you should give up on that opportunity preparing for internship for me uh, i didn't take a summer intern because i thought that would be uh, better utilized by preparing for internships that was just my opinion back then uh, so i basically went through almost all of geeks for geeks uh, i finished up trees really really good Uh, rest of the stuff rest of the stuff i skipped a little bit later i came to know trees are not as important as it turns out uh, but yeah basically it was geeks for geeks little bit of interview bit looking up uh, theory and practicing as much as possible yeah just the regular stuff i think i the most important thing i think is to not take too much pressure when the actual like interviews and stuff start because it's not like everyone doesn't get in the initial first or the second one and people get worried a lot and then they spoil the rest of the chances that they get so it's very important to remain calm and hope that you know you will get sometime or the other one should not get worried yeah you should never panic and this is being said by the guy who worries a huge time samarji my god you are the most worried person i have seen ever did you realize this thing after spending 4 years of engineering that we shouldn't worry too much about these stuff you shouldn't have had high bp but uh, there is one thing uh, for some people like even for me sometimes panic increases my efficiency 
बट मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम इट डिक्रीजेस माय एफिशिएंसी हां मतलब उम्मीद भी मत छोड़ दो ऐसा भी नहीं है या दैट्स इट लाइक एम फॉर समथिंग इफ यू डोंट गेट इट डोंट गेट डिप्रेस्ड समथिंग एल्स विल कम इन द वे राइट एंड दिस वाज अ सेशन ऑफ इंटर्न टिप्स फ्रॉम सीनियर्स या and please follow it you know i had some message to all the juniors please follow these stuffs okay uh, so just tell us how a normal working day in nevronus looks like <laughs> at least usually 9 to 12 almost every day it used to be there in in third mm-hmm. year and till 12 o'clock we stayed there and sometimes i remember that uh, we stayed there till 1 or 2 am as well yeah yeah the brother so uh, yeah you know uh, after internship you could have easily chilled and leave everything and enjoy the days with your friends so what kept you moving you know just bunking all the labs and coming to ig and work everything i guess everyone's enthusiasm and motivation matters a lot see like it's not just we are doing it for ourselves but baki sab log ke liye bhi kar rahe hain sab milke kuch kar rahe hain so in a way letting everyone down feels very bad so जब सब साथ में मिलके कर रहे हो तो अपने आप एक इंट्रेंसिक मोटिवेशन आते हैं अपने आप बाद में आके काम करना चाहते हो सी इट वाजंट ओनली माय एम टू गेट अ सॉफ्टवेयर इंजीनियरिंग इंटरव्यू बिकॉज़ लाइक अ कंपनी वंस वी हैड स्टार्टेड डूइंग समथिंग इन एमएल आई वांटेड टू एटलीस्ट डू दैट वी हैव अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम टू डू सम प्रोडक्टिव वर्क रादर देन जस्ट सिट बैक after getting into a company because that's not that shouldn't be our aim actually uh cause uh, see the thing is most people in iits nits triple its or whatever premier colleges they usually do get a job everyone gets a job um hopefully uh, but uh, your aim shouldn't be just to get a job you should also have some subject knowledge in whatever you are doing so yeah that's one point i'd like to mention that you know uh, nevronus was a student led research group right so when you are dealing with a student led research group there is no uh, teacher above you so it's actually the friendship and the motivation that you have to uh, keep in yourself to drive uh, the group actually so i think we are uh, lucky enough to have the enthusiasm so that's why we were able to work for one year long very lucky also groups aaye chale gaye nevronus has still maintained abhi bhi hai it's working well so that's a huge exception even right now nevronus is active i can see in the whatsapp group someone mentioned samarjit and oh yeah so can leave it <laughs> so uh, you know uh, what's the most difficult time we faced in nevronus I guess one would be when, uh, like, we had spent a lot of time working on two, three papers, and uh, we were pretty sure that we had done a good job, so publish will be done. But then mm-hmm. we submitted a rejection. Two, three times we submitted a rejection. So at that time, everyone was in a lot of tension. It was, you know, everyone was worrying a lot and uh, losing kind of motivation as well. Probably both infighting which started with you. So at that time, I think for me personally, it was really difficult. I think for a group, it was. we had many ideas many like sometimes uh, 8 9 10 ideas or something <laughs> uh obviously we had converted only two three of them to code and we were able to write a paper out of only two or three uh, how many two, three three yeah three 
so initially when we sent it we thought we are a student led group we were very confident it would get accepted and all and then like at if out of 3 one or two should get accepted right so that was the most difficult time and after that you, you can remember yeah, that yeah. series of conference results came out and our papers got rejected uh, whatever reviews came we had to make changes according to those right and after uh, and other than that i remember we had sent it to uh, i what was the interspeech workshop uh, interspeech workshop the review was one positive one negative uh so yeah so one yeah two plus minus two zero means rejected okay. like if one reviewer thought it was very good one reviewer thought it was very bad so like uh, we were we were like uh, our i guess uh, out of luck or something so all this type of uh, like continuous rejections kind of demotivates you a lot so that was a difficult time for us and as pratham told some internal conflicts also so that was the most devastating time and at that time uh, i thought that you know yeah this group may die down soon but still it's we are uh, lucky or fortunate enough that this group continued so yeah uh, did you ever have the feeling that this group is going to stop after a certain time not initially at least Mm-hmm. definitely not like sab jitne bhi motivated enthusiastic the sab jata kaam kar rahe the lag nahi raha tha kabhi hoga but eventually yeah, i mean koi sochta nahi hai like beatles bhi split ho gaye sare bade bade groups sab split ho jate hain at the end so everyone at the end has to move and do this separate stuff so ho gaya time ke baad but initially at least sab itne motivated the aisa bilkul bhi nahi laga yeah yeah so we had a difficult time in the month of march or april 2019 so uh, when and how things started to change uh things started to ch- uh, for one once it got rejected and all and after uh, and we had many new members also so and also we didn't only stick to papers we also started workshops teaching and all that and other than that uh, some application based projects uh, yeah so what happened is in the summer we took an initiative that the campus needs to learn ml but there is no uh, single piece of course that covers each and every aspect of ml yeah android ng is the most accurate of them but it's not perfect as well because it didn't cover python coding stuff so we decided that we'll collect all the materials that is available online and we'll teach the students over the summer and that's how we received and 190 registrations we taught them over the summer and from those students we took 15 enthusiastic people in our team so from that time i think nevronas the family of nevronas started to enlarge it started to flourish so the audience needs to know how our friendship evolved in nevronas yeah so uh, we initially me and you were friends quite good friends so first and second but we didn't know much about asad and we didn't know we didn't work with dhruv much before and i don't think you ever worked with pratham so after this group got created uh, i had never talked to asad before so and uh, 
we two were friends and that's that was only the case but after this group uh, uh, like now i can say that i don't even consider asad as a junior i i forget most of the time that he is the junior and uh, like dhruv is also a good friend pratham is also a good friend so our uh, and other than that we have many juniors also who are also friends we can uh, do bakchodi with them also they like they are quite comfortable with us hopefully so i have seen them very closely over the two years we used to come we talk about literally everything by coding so we searched yeah, one paper and from the paper we used to stalk the authors okay so see that author and from them uh, from that author we went to the university website and talk about lots of stuff we even planned our career right uh, we'll go to that university for higher studies and all yeah lots bahut sari cheeze ke sath mein Yeah. You like Anirban, especially like one of the most like trustable people <laughs> I know. If anyone gives you work, we know you'll end up doing it somehow or the other. You know, one thing about friendships is that initially all we had in common was that we all just wanted to learn ML. Like I, I didn't know Anirban, I didn't know Asad. Uh, Sesti also liked friendship, but basically I was only friends with her. But you know, we have worked with one year, and now I can count you both as as a really good friends and Samarji. राजन what i know at this point i hope so because uh, at that point also so they have a lot of knowledge they just have to channelize it in the right direction uh, i can confidently say they are way better than me at ml mm-hmm. so pratham what was the most memorable moment in nevronus according to you uh there have been several uh but i guess If I had to choose one, it would be, you know, when actually I finally we got the acceptance from for our first paper. Like it was like for all our work for around an year, finally we got some result. Like validation laga ki apne jo kam kiya finally school result nikla hai. Each of us was so happy. We went to lunches and dinners and whatnot. Had such a fun time. Totally chill for I don't know how many days. Yeah. Sharma. For me, it was uh, the the skill of paper writing, which I will uh, like. I took forward. So in Nevronas, we wrote two three papers, and we didn't know much about paper writing before that. Other than that, uh, be, but because we had to read so much papers and all blogs, papers, and some lecture videos, slides. So it like. automatically came to us how to write the paper properly and all so that is one invaluable skill that i'll take uh, like i took from nevras because uh, because of that next time i went to some other place and wrote a paper like in microsoft even my final year project i was able to do it in one go like i didn't like i had a working paper ready and i showed it to whatever uh, like Uh, my guide and all, and they were quite happy about it actually. 
so don't know we are equally enthusiastic about teaching as we are enthusiastic about research actually yeah so uh, people have a lot of misconceptions on ml most of them come because it's on the hype uh, and ml sounds so cool it uh, so just reveal the reality how the conceptual ml is how hard it is, is it to grasp the concept of machine learning totally ml is basically maths like honestly like it doesn't seem from the outside but like inner it it works basically in maths like the first thing you you, you learn in ml uh, linear or logistic regression is basically graphs you basically plot a graph so it's just finding ways to formulate mathematical equations in ways that can be represented on a computer and like when you read research papers and all it's very dry it's mathematical equations and stuff so that puts off many people See, ml has a lot of linear algebra probability statistics and all involved in it so you um, you have to understand basically whatever uh, data you have you have to represent it in some mathematical object as a, as some mathematical object so the type of object we choose are tensors and tensors are nothing but uh, large 3d for n dimensional matrices or something of that sort so obviously from the object itself you can understand you have to use some matrix operations and all to get some like uh, information out of it so you have to have some knowledge of uh, linear algebra and uh, the thing is uh, at the end of the day whatever goes inside a neural network is uh, matrix operations multiplication dot product and uh, like some nonlinear operation and uh, whatever operation is done is done on those matrices and uh, you like all the back propagation algorithm and all those involve computing of gradients so you need some uh, knowledge of uh, yeah calculus and uh, like the thing is whatever back propagation does is it uh changes the uh, weight matrices like it updates the weight matrices such that it uh, the like the weights uh, get updated in the direction of the negative of the gradient and also you have to uh know know a lot about uh, like not a lot like basic understanding of calculus and all yeah calculus and uh, yeah so and uh, it shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't think it as uh, you give an input you get an output it shouldn't be like that you should know that inside there is some uh, like convolution or some operation going on and then it is producing an output it is calculating the error and then back propagating like uh, just doing some updation to the weights and optimizing the loss you should know all this at least so for that you should uh, have knowledge of uh, mathematics and all so yeah other than that uh, uh, you should have uh, like it is actually quite uh, you, you will actually enjoy it because every layer of the neural network learns uh, some form of feature it's basically a feature extractor or like representation learning uh, is going on so you will if you actually go into the internals and actually after training act 
like like get the weights and uh, like get whatever is going on in the intermediate layers you will be quite surprised and all so you should actually do that like uh, we have actually tried it with some speech data and cnn and all so do you guys think that ml is saturated so no it is not saturated and uh, yesterday i was listening to a podcast from elia sulkits or something i don't know how to pronounce his name he was the he was the guy who uh, like he's the cto of open ai and he 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 is the second author like the author of, one of the authors of alexnet the first uh, paper so he said no it's not going to saturate and because uh, he he said like every year we think uh, neurips would have like publications and then deep learning would die like he thought in 2015 it would die but no it goes forward 2016 more more papers come it goes forward and basically i'm quoting his words only and then like every years it has something new to offer so and uh, i think uh, most of it is unex- like mo- a lot of it is unexplored and uh, now uh, we use all these uh, error back propagation algorithms and uh, supervised learning basically so still uh, unsupervised learning is quite interactable and uh, like that that has to be explored and rl has uh, like rl also has a lot to uh, like RL, i was seeing a normal rl is very good uh, I actually saw a, a paper like a video from UC Berkeley and uh, their uh, inference and all that they trained a robot to actually pick up a bowl uh, like pick up some food uh, with with a spatula so it is trained to do that ha uh, yeah but when you change the spatula and you change the food it is not able to do it so it is not able to generalize across environments and all so Like obviously, there that's uh, that has a whole new branch which uh, Chelsea Finn and all are working into, which is uh, that multitask learning and uh, meta learning and all. So RL also, yeah. So this thing that uh, these uh, machines are uh, like they heavily rely on training data sometimes, but we humans uh, are able to. like extract knowledge from the past or something like when you give a human very less number of samples a human is able to make very good predictions actually so how how can you model that into a machine that like efficiently how will it make the best decisions possible and uh, it's quite different because they get specialized in whatever they are trained on they don't rely that much on past experience and all uh, that that actually is a different field of ml which is uh, having a yeah uh, yeah so all that few shot learning and all are coming in which uh, will uh, model based rl and i don't know i actually don't know the keywords also so but i think work is going on in that direction also Mm-hmm. So I think I heard about uh, a lecture of Yoshua Benjo where he told that 
unsupervised learning is the future of ml yeah eventually it seems like it will go that way that way and reinforcement learning uh so let's come back to the topic of nevronus what do you think about the future of nevronus uh because we are already passed out what will happen after 5 or 10 years is, uh, quite good hopefully and uh, uh, we the group has a gpu and that is one of the most important things that a deep learning architect needs so i hope they put it to good use and uh, like that uh, gpu ha- is quite invaluable to the group and please do put it to good use don't let uh, Don't, like that whole server system is very powerful you should use it yes at least uh, maybe you cannot uh, do very big things with it but you can do small to medium stuff so most people are just given a laptop so we are lucky to get a 8 gb gpu let's hope so so that was samarjit's advice for the people in nevronus if any member of nevronus is listening to the podcast uh, so go through it and tell everyone about it so, yeah uh, so uh, what's the piece of advice that you want to give to your juniors who want to pursue their career in machine learning yeah first of all i'll say yeah first of all i'll say just don't go by the hype like be ready to go into like deep level mathematics and uh, initially don't start with yeah like treating ml like a black box like samajit said like code it code it from the ground up uh, and learn the basics as, as much as possible so that you can you know think on your own and develop it later if uh, you don't then it becomes very difficult later to understand how internally ml works and if you don't understand that you won't be able to eventually make a career out of it uh in general like i can tell about cs not only ml like whatever you start at least uh, uh do some good coursework and read a book and papers uh, if not papers then some other standard material that you'll have to follow don't just use it as a black box or something and don't uh, try to like uh, do it for the sake of doing it you should yourself be satisfied about what you're doing because like initially i had also uh, made uh, like i had also treated it as a black box initially and i like okay people will think you know ml but you yourself will know that you don't know much about it so you should actually like until and unless you're satisfied uh, you should keep doing it i'm still not satisfied so with myself like it has so much so so much like in general any branch has a lot but this thing has even more like actually it is a convergence of many things right psychology control probability statistics yeah mathematics optimization then operations research it is so game theory then uh, information theory entropy this that maybe sometimes even from physics also it takes something or the other and it is applied in so many application fields also nlp speech 
social networks, images, medical data, what not. You won't be able to complete the whole thing. And you won't, you can, uh, like, I don't think even the experts of ML call themselves experts. They are, they like, those who invent, invent stuff, they still have to keep on learning. And have to, like, continue working on that. So that's important. So uh, you should not get satisfied too easily. The key, like, even if you just train a digit classifier from scratch using TensorFlow, you are using TensorFlow at the end. You should uh, at least use NumPy matrix multiplication and all, write the code. Like, you shouldn't use TensorFlow, Adam optimizer or something and do graph provision. You should write the code for that also. So, like, I was so dissatisfied with myself that I wrote a whole neural network in C. Yeah, but that was actually for good programming practice. I was learning C. So, I wanted, I thought, why not I do my programming practice in C using NPL? So, just tell us about what is the contribution of Asad in Nevronas. I have plans to bring him later in our show. But right now, just tell what is the contribution of Asad in our group. Because we don't treat him as a junior, right? No, no, we treat him as a, equally, just like our friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I remember, uh, he he actually uh, has ah, that right, exactly. spot in the hostel, which is like, upar, like knowledge base. Hai. Like, it is giving that uh, notion that you have to travel to the top of the mountain to find a wise man in China or something like that. So we had to travel to the top of the uh, hostel to a corner and then sit and then tell our problem. Yeah. Like it actually, it is very much, yeah, yeah, it's very much analogous to that mountain thing. That <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And uh, we have talked till 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. in each other's room, just and talking about our life and our career, everything. Yeah, the third year, I had a lot of time in IG, room. So, do you think that the relationships uh, you both had, so that helped you to grow as a person, as a character you are right now? Uh, yeah, so the relationship I have been in. Uh, like uh, during the third year, I had some like confidence issues and other issues. So being in a relationship really helped me with that. Like, uh, I mean, at least better than before. At least uh, like confidence in myself and stuff. I learned a lot of stuff from her. So in my case, uh, she's way more intelligent and way more dedicated than me. So I was able to take those things back from her and like. Uh, you should like every person has a lot to teach and like i learned a lot of ethics and dedication and hard work from my relationship yeah you you learn like that's unko dekhe khud dedication aata hai she uh, she actually uh, after i think second third year she also has a lot of deep learning knowledge actually at this point exactly like like people say ki relationship mein jaoge to time waste hoga and all if you choose the correct person it it develops you it helps you in your work like kafi baar main khud like ml ke suggestion leta tha usse nahi to kaam ke suggestion leta tha studies ke suggestion leta tha sab cheez ka she used to be you know usko like 
आईक्यू अच्छा है ना दिमाग में सो शी कैन हेल्प एवरीवेयर सिमिलर फॉर समझ इट ओके या या सो एट दिस पॉइंट शी इज एबल टू लाइक डू अ लॉट ऑफ गुड वर्क इन दिस एरिया या बेसिकली एट द एंड ऑफ द सबकी लाइफ में ट्रबल्स होते हैं इफ यू नो दैट यू नो एट द एंड ऑफ द यू कैन गो टू अ पर्सन टेल देम दे विल एक्चुअली लिसन एंड यू नो यू कैन हेल्प देम एज़ वेल ये सबसे यू नो यू गेट काम इन योर लाइफ यू फील लाइक you're stronger and you can do stuff better so if you can get the right partner go into a relationship definitely all right so i think we are done with the interview i'd like to recall one memory uh, so we started nevronus in march 2018 we completed one year we worked so hard and it was 2018th of march when nevronus was at a point where it could end any time we were going through a lot of troubles and just after one year i mean 15 march 2020 so we finished our job and handed over all the task and the lead uh, leadership of nevronus to our juniors our institute just announced that the institution will be closed after for some certain times so i was in the train and i was writing the message that uh, all right okay guys i mean we are leaving nevronus it's done for us we are already in final year so from today onwards the lead of nevronus will be fazan and nikhat so while even in the train while writing this message i cried so i think that's where the circle of our career the circle of nevronus was completed so it's it was started it was in a difficult situation but right now we are leaving the group to a safe hands <laughs> the podcast has everything this is the most special podcast i had uh, till now it had the realities of machine learning uh, the struggles of building a career in machine learning what is the ideal journey of a student led research group uh, we have tried to show it in this one yeah. and thanks a lot samarjit and pratham for showing us the real picture thanks and revealing your this. opening your heart in front of us it feel it will never not start here <laughs> <laughs> so till now we have completed published two papers taught more than 500 students we had a collaboration with the stanford based startup and hopefully a lot of success will come in the future as well it was a little bit emotional for me i'll be sharing the story of my life someday but as of now you actually got what happened with me for the last two years Nevronus has been a part of my life and even if I had just two years with it but still I know that it will be always one of the most memorable moments in my life so just after the conversation Samarjit Pratham and I became a little bit emotional we continued our talks for a long time so yeah finally we're going to graduate leave nevronus to a safe pair of hands nevronus is handled under the leadership of nikhat and fazan you can visit www.nevronus.in to know more about our research work and make sure to subscribe us on our youtube channel because it will be full of interesting videos and that will be mainly focusing on self exploration from 15 to 25 so make sure to subscribe to our channel and hit the bell icon that's it guys hopefully you learned something from today's podcast stay home stay safe i'll see you on the next week with a new podcast